I'm Muriel. And I'm Nick. And welcome to Hella Hella in Your Your 30s. 30s. This week we go over Business Insider's 50 Damaging Habits You Should Break Before You Turn 30. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Let's do jumping jacks. And we'll get rich. But oops, I found that bottle of gin underneath the sink again. So tomorrow's a new day. Let's order pizza. Hey, guys. We're back with another episode. That's right. We don't leave you in the cold. Every week we are here for you, you know? Rain or shine? Mostly shine. Mostly shine. (laughs) We're in sunny California. But Muriel got a cold anyways. I think summer colds are like a thing. That's normal. I don't know. It's summer all the time here, so yes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, last week... Well, we have a bunch of, you know, fun things that happened to us. Uh, Last week I threw my back out like... A true champ. Oh yeah! And then I, I still have a little twinge, but as soon as I was able to go back to the gym, I caught a summer cold. <laughs> so I'm just rolling in um, my own misery at the moment. <laughs> We're recording this. We probably look the worst we could ever possibly. You look just right say now. that because of the way I look. No, I'm saying that because of the crust in my eyes. Oh. I can't even see you. It's um, kind of morning. It's like late morning, and we got it. We got up to do a bunch of stuff. Um, we finished, <laughs> we've been working on a web series <laughs> for a year and we finished it, uh, this week and we spent, cause we have terrible internet and blah, blah, blah. We spent about six days exporting all of the files for the web series and then uploading, uploading them onto YouTube. YouTube and we got there and we made this email for the cast and crew and as soon as we hit send, we realized that we had misspelled the name of the person the doc the web series is about <laughs> in all of the uh, like, like the title temp- cards, the title cards of-, of every single episode. So as soon as we hit it, we were like, "No!" We've been looking at these title cards for like a year and didn't realize yeah. we had misspelled this name, and so we just had to take them all down. So now we've just been like, "Well, Nick had a total meltdown." Yeah. Ooh, I lost it. We that lost was. It. A- crisis of consciousness and then we had to go get uh burgers and like chill out (laughs) we had to take an emotional trip to a little burger stand and uh yeah so here we are we've just been oh and our bidet came we got our bidet so that's coming up next week yeah uh my uncle sent us a bidet that we're going to try out and test for next week i am so excited I don't know what I was expecting, but I definitely thought it was going to be like an entire toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's I know. It's like just a this little, little box. We're going to do, I think we should do like a whole unboxing ceremony. That's next week. We'll okay, worry okay, about okay, that okay. next week. We'll so worry about those that are the week. things. And I, I just wanted to mention them because they're all so hella <laughs> in your 30s. <laughs> yeah. And they just work into the milieu of this episode, which yeah, is, this is Nick's baby. This is, so I don't know how you guys are doing with scrolling through the, your news apps on your phones and looking <laughs> at headlines. I was for sure got completely addicted to it during the election, right? During the presidential election, I just discovered the news app on my phone and then was really completely glued to it at the beginning of the Trump presidency. And then when he, Basically, when he pardoned uh, Ar- Sheriff Arpaio or whoever that guy is down there, mm-hmm. um, I just like started to I was just like, I don't know if I can read any more about the news. So I got really into reading about rappers and celebrity culture. And I started getting really into the Hollywood reporter and uh, 
the fader and complex and all this like celebrity news that has absolutely nothing to do with my life. And then somewhere that became my like new like form of Trumpism. So somewhere in there I started getting into reading about business news. And I started <laughs> reading a Business Insider. Now, Business Insider, <laughs> I, I have know. no idea. <laughs> that what. was a dubious intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Business Insider, I don't, they're dubious as far as I can tell. I don't know if Business Insider is legit publication or not. It's a legit publication. people like know about it all the time? <laughs> I had never heard of it. Anyway, they started clicking on some of their articles and they have like some culture stuff. So I came across one of their one of their articles is 50 damaging habits you should break before you turn 30. Now, as you know, we're hella in our 30s. So we're going to go through this list and see if we've broken any of these habits. How's that sound, Muriel? Uh, I like it. This, you know that this is actually just Business Insider's office. They just went into the office and asked people who weren't 30 yet what habits they intend on breaking. <laughs> so... So this is a bunch of, this is a list. This is a very judgy list because it's a list of a bunch of oh, it's 20, 20 somethings who work for Business Insider and the habits that they think they need to break before they turn 30. Oh God. <laughs> so we're going to go through this. And as people who are way cooler than them, obviously we'll tell, we'll, we'll just go through this list, figure out if we broke it or not and figure out if you should break it. We'll see what happens. Okay. So. Uh, are you ready? I think I'm ready. Let's just I'm get into it. Because I feel like every single thing is going to be either that or this is going to be like, what are you talking? I about? know. I think I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the thing is, is we have some bad habits, most of which we embrace and love. So and yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. that are, we wear like a black shroud around our neck. That's yeah. more my thing, I think, than yours. <laughs> so let's just see. All right. Are you ready for this? All right. The number one. This is the I was number born one. Ready. You were born ready for this. All right. Bad habit number one, living for the weekends. We don't do, well, we don't, we have never had traditional weekends off because we wait tables and do stuff like that. But I would say this, move it like at being in, like, I think I do it more now than I used to of like living for your days off. Yeah, right. And I don't know, I, I think it, basically this is saying like get a hobby. <laughs> get a hobby or or like get a job that you love so you're living for your job. And you're like, listen, we don't, have any job that we love i don't know what do you do if you don't love your job right you of course you live for your nights off to netflix your shows i don't know i I kind of agree with this lately i've been like i I do i'm like why how why can't i just be relaxed in the morning and in the evening yeah and not feel like i only have one day to be relaxed right you know like i do think it's something i feel like what's interesting about this is like when i was younger it wasn't really an issue yeah, but that, as I get older, I'm just like, you're tired more, maybe. So you're just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just want to lie down. <laughs> I I for sure. Yeah, I we did not spend our 20s living for the weekends. That's for sure. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah, right? of course. I mean, like, I think like I think now we do. Which yeah, I now like, we do. Which more. I do find to be kind of damaging. I'm not a super <laughs> big fan of it. All right. So we're working on it. All right, great. Supporting fast fashion. I don't even know what that means. Well, they said before turning 30, I made a decision to stop buying items that support fast fashion. So it's like kind of like garbage clothes that you only wear a few times before they fall apart. Um, and But see what they say. So here's two things. One, Nick and I only, we shop exclusively at Target. So we, 
I don't know if we're supporting fast fashion. We are, but not to be fashionable just because we don't have any money. I'll, 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 I dabble in the Nordstrom rack and Marshall's came through last time big time. Yeah. Is that considered fast fashion? Fast fashion's, I think what they're not hitting on is like, it's like really, um, it's kind of like more like a top that's like fashionable for like a month. And then you yeah. throw it away and it's made out of plastic. So it's like a very like eco damaging sort of like habit to have. I've already picked up on a trend that I think is going to be pervasive throughout this entire thing, what? which is that these are people in their twenties thinking they're going to be richer and more legit as when they turn 30. Yeah, Cause yeah. like most people wear fast fashion cause it's cheap and it's what you can spare that week or yeah, whatever right. to get like, or like you need to get through this event. So you buy something cheap that looks good or whatever they're like well when i'm 30 i'm gonna be better i don't know we'll see (laughs) (laughs) all right yeah i don't know about supporting fast fashion i never whatever uh thinking social smoking is okay this is so weird i know so social smoking i i don't know i only smoked when i turned 21 and i was living in hawaii and like going to clubs and trying to meet girls so i'd like have a cigarette and or maybe keep a pack it was like a way to like ask to get to know people but i don't think people really i don't think people socially smoke anymore i just don't see that happening i feel like uh, i think they do i don't know but i i loved i haven't smoked in 10 years but i really loved it when i did yeah but i'm always like thinking social smoking is okay it's like who cares <laughs> right no one smoking is like terror is really bad for you and you do it because you love it Right. And it's like, it's never going to be okay. I like, basically they're saying, they're not saying stop social. (laughs) They're not saying to stop social smoking. They're just saying, just don't think it's okay. (laughs) Just know that it's bad. (laughs) I mean, I don't know what dumbass is thinking if I smoke that it's like, if you do it socially, that it's not damaging your lungs. Yeah. Right. It's like, obviously like you're smoking. It's just like, what are you talking about? If I only eat sticks of butter socially, socially it's not going to affect my life. You know? <laughs> uh, I know. Me and my friends only beat up helpless people socially. All right. Uh, <laughs> clinging on to friendships that have run their course. Dump them. Dump them. That's something that we definitely broke real early in our 20s. No, it took me a little while. I, it took me until I was like almost 30 before I was like, it's okay to just be like, this sucks. Why are we doing this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had, I have a legacy of, I just kind of like, it's just a weird thing. I think for sure it's harder when you're younger to like make the decision to say this relationship is not working. Yeah. This friendship is not working. Yeah. Like I could do it with guys, but I could not do it with friends. Yeah. I don't know why that it is. It was just hard. But later in life, I was like oh, more able to say that it was just like, if we're miserable every time we hang out and we're always misunderstanding each other or like arguing or like, like I found myself in relationships sometimes where like you're constantly doing stuff you don't want to do. And then if like, like just dumb stuff, like yeah. going to a party you don't want to go to, or like hanging out at a place you don't want to be, or being with people that you're not like, it's just like you're doing it as an obligation to the friendship. And then they're, when they're doing stuff with you, it's an obligation to you. And you just find yourself like, you're never having fun. Yeah. You're just doing stuff because you have to, because you said you were friends. I don't know. I absolutely think this is a habit to get out of. Yeah. Definitely by your thirties for sure. I'm a huge fan of 
breaking that habit. Yeah, get it's like that's the most damaging thing. More yeah, than any of that stuff. I yeah, feel like. for sure. So that's a good one. And we're and and now we're a lot better at that. So that's good. All right. Up oh, this next one hits a hits a nice little. Not uh, having a bedtime. <laughs> we definitely still don't have bedtimes. Have we ever had a bedtime? No. I Hell did no. at school. I guess. I mean, does anyone have a bedtime? They're saying you should have a bedtime when you're. Th- that is some dumbass person in their twenties being like, oh, you know, I think I'm my life is going to improve if I hit the sack at nine thirty every night. Just that's ridiculous. Bedtime. I mean, I can see the benefits. <laughs> Your answer is <laughs> not my answer. There's obviously benefits to it. It's just like practically, when does that happen? Right. If you're doing stuff during the week, I guess it would happen if you had a nine to five. And you had a pretty regular schedule and you had to be up early. Like, I think for some people, like if your job requires you to be highly functioning early in the morning, yeah, then you have to have a bedtime, yeah. which, and I do think it helps with your sleep quality. It's not like I hate that idea. It's just like, when are you ever going to, I mean, when? I know. How is that even possible? How is it possible? Like if you have to do stuff, like you're just going to have to stay up or you're not going to go see a movie or like, I don't know. It just seems like there's too many factors involved yeah. in an adult life. Is that <laughs> dumb? Sure. Maybe that's not true. Like maybe lots of people have a bedtime. I, I can't even imagine that lifestyle. No, I can't either. It's beyond me. Uh-oh. Look at this next one. Killing all your plants. <laughs> we tried. Well, we didn't have plants until our 30s. So this is a habit that you have to get out of. That's Listen what they're to, saying. This is the thing, okay? I will say this to anyone thinking about dabbling in plants, anyone who wants to get plants for their apartment, I will say this. It is not in your control whether or not your stupid fucking plants die. <laughs> yeah, they will right. constantly be dying all the time. And conf- it's like um, constantly confounding the British henchman. That fucking... Uh, nope. That's, yeah, it is. Hamilton. What? Oh, Hamilton. Oh, that's a Hamilton quote. Constantly <laughs> confounding the British henchmen. Yeah. It's, and I'm not throwing away my plants because I'm just like my. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm throwing them away every day. They're the worst. <laughs> I don't understand how to keep them alive. You know what? I Here's the thing. People what? in your 20s killing all your plants. Don't try to play God. Get yourself a plant. And see if it lives or if it dies. And if it dies, just know you're not God. You're not. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not God. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, that's not a habit you can break. It's not a habit to have. It's the nature of a plant. It will die in your stupid house if you don't. I just can't. I've read so many things. I've tried so many different things. When I tried really hard to take care of our plants, we got an infestation of fucking soil mites. It's just like, yeah, and right. like gnats. Yeah, that's like, gnats that's the best I could have done. It's like when I really put my whole heart into it, got the organic soil, bleached all the pots, put them on a watering schedule. I infested our apartment with <laughs> bugs. And then since then, I've just been like, the only thing that thrives in our apartment is our stupid ancient aloe plant that just keeps giving off other aloe plants. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. So get you an aloe plant. You can't break that habit. It's not up to you. You're not trying to be God. All right. Uh, Thinking that you can rely on metabolism to keep weight off. Girl, life will break you of that habit. Yeah, right. That's not something you. The proof is in the pudding. (laughs) And literally. It's another one. You can't. This is like these list of 20 year olds that think that they know that that's thinks that that's a habit they can break. Yeah, right. You can't like. 
obviously, as soon as you gain all of the weight, you're going to be like, oh, I can't rely on my metabolism anymore. That'll break you harder than anything. Oh, my God. I would. Yeah, I would say that if you're in your 20s and you want to lose weight, do it now. (laughs) Just do it now. I mean, it's fine. Everything's good. You can lose your weight in your 30s. It's just like it's not a it's just an it's like a product of nature. Like you can't I don't know. You're not in control. It's not like a habit. You just think you're fine. And then one day it's like, oh, no, you're you have. It's bad. It's like you have to figure out how to go to the gym every day if you want to have the same body you had when you were eating lots of cheese and beer. I know. Go to circuits class. See if you can do that really hard thing where you roll from your back to a standing position without breaking yourself and crashing into the mirror. That's my vision I have in circuits class that I lose control and my I just face plant into the big mirror. We're like obsessed with the circuits class. It's like the hardest thing. If you if you ever done circuits at a gym, it's like they basically have you do like one exercise as hard as you possibly can for a minute and a half. And then when you can't do it anymore, you just switch to a different exercise. So you can do that exercise, even though you've just pushed yourself to the limit because it's a different group of muscles. So the first time we took it, we were like, this is amazing. This is the hardest thing we've ever done. Second time we took it, Nick rolled his ankle. Third time we took it, I threw out my back. <laughs> so we still haven't been back to circuits class together in a pair in like three weeks. Yeah, right. Because that's what is happening right now. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, I think the, the overarching theme of this is you can't play God. Like, yeah, don't, right. You know. Uh, this next one, not changing your bed sheets. Change your bed sheets. Yeah, definitely. Muriel is so good at that. We change our bed sheets every week. Oh, I think we talked about this on this podcast. I mean, like point. months ago, like I'll say this for real. Like, I mean, or maybe a couple times I was like, oh yeah, we change our sheets about once a week. And if it's like really hot and like whatever, like maybe I'll change them in midweek. It doesn't matter. You have like two or three sh- sets of sheets. It's like, who cares? Two sheets. I don't know. It drives me nuts. And then people are like, what? You change your sheets once a week? <laughs> And they're like, oh, we only change ours. Like anytime, like our friend was like, we change ours every time we wash our dog. And I was like, what? That's insane. Like every two months or something like that? Change your bed sheets. Yeah. It's also so easy. It's so easy and it's so nice. It's the best. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, definitely just regardless, just do that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Moving forward. Oh, drinking cheap wine. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I think that... If you can drink cheap wine, if it doesn't gross you out, I think it's not a bad habit at all. I think drinking cheap wine is good. Well, this thing is saying like, if you spend more money, this is why it's stupid. They're like, if you spend more money on an expensive bottle, you'll savor it more and drink less. That's why, which that's. Oh, that's not true. No, you just, I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a fantasy. It's not like yeah, a, that's a fantasy. habit to break. Yeah. The only thing about cheap wine, we've talked about this for sure, is that some of it is made by like cr- like having a vacuum suck everything out of, this is true, like mechanically processed wine, mechanically harvested wine. You just take a vacuum cleaner and you run it along um, like a vineyard and it's like a, a giant vacuum cleaner and it sucks up all the grapes, stems and leaves, 
birds, small rodents, <laughs> yeah, right. like bugs, everything. And then they put it in a giant, massive vat and crush the whole thing together. So they can't even say that mechanically harvested wine is vegan or vegetarian because there's actual things that get crushed into the vat. <sighs> there, you know... I know, which I don't even think is a reason not to drink it because well, we I think there's it, crazy, there's going to be, there's roaches and bugs and poop and everything you eat. And to me, that's empowering, not disgusting. I will say this. I think that <laughs> if you have access, I mean, Mir- Miro and I had access to f- good fancy wine because of the restaurants we worked in. So we learned what that is and we still enjoy good wine. But if I wouldn't, I just, so it's good to good to learn that and to introduce yourself to it but man don't become like anything that you cannot be a snob in is a good thing so if cheap wine does it for you i say hold on to that because <laughs> you and i are very i i will say on the record i don't i don't i think it's cool my experience is that like when you start learning wine it gets really cool like it opens i think it's neat like yeah. it, it opens up your mind to like a lot of like Oh, that's so cool. And there's like, there's connection to like land and weather and like placement near the sea and like growing seasons. And you can start to taste all that kind of and stuff. And it tastes good. Too. I think it's really interesting. But the, the thing that is for me is that if you drop, if you lose it, like if you drop out and don't really think about it for a few years, you lose almost all of that. Yeah, you can't right. taste it, it anymore. It's just like, yeah. you have to develop your palate. So like, you know. Honestly, at this point, I'm kind of grateful that I can drink crap wine because there was definitely a period in my life where I could just it just tasted like sugar to me. And I could. Oh, drink yeah. It. When we were in Chicago and I was working at the cheese market. Oh, I could not drink any cheap wine. Yeah. Not was, even close. Yeah. We would just be like, this is just super. But like now, I mean, I'm like, I'm like comparing boxed wines. Yeah, right. <laughs> the sugar in this one is pretty OK if you mix it with this other one that tastes like gasoline. <laughs> All right, here we are. Next one. Letting other people shop for you. Breaking the habit. When Who you turn, does that? They're just saying their mom like shops for them now, right? I I have no idea. By all means, seek advice from fashionable friends, but letting your mom, oh, what are they, British, or your girlfriend or anyone else shop for you will mask your personality and what you're so wearing. So they really are. They're saying that in their 20s, these people, that are, they're like, yeah, but when you turn 30, you have to buy your own clothes. Guess what? It will naturally happen because nobody's mom is still buying their clothes yeah, in their 30s. Yeah, usually that <laughs> happens when you're like 14. <laughs> well, I don't know. My brother still will be like, in his 20s, he would be like, when are, like when I lived in Chicago, he'd be like, when are you coming home? I have to go shopping. And he's like a young professional. And he'd be like, and I would come home and he would just be like, come and tell me what to buy. <laughs> yeah. And then I would just like go with him to the store and we'd buy, like we'd go and like pick out shirts and stuff like that. And I, so I see it. But I mean, like, that's another one where it's like, that's not a habit you break. Those are people in your life who are like, you're ridiculous. Yeah, right. That's going to happen to you, pal. <laughs> yeah, it's hap- just like the metabolism thing or the plant dying thing. Yeah, this right. will happen to you. You know, what's the one thing that I actually would be interested in. If we had the dough, I would be super interested in trying those um, services that like just drop off clothes to your house where they kind of like come up with the style or whatever. I bet you it's as cheap as what we do normally. I, well, the difference now is though, is that those are like, those are subscription services. And now we just, I think I would spend more money if I got into the subscription service. Well, you don't, I mean, yeah, but you don't have to, you can just set it for every six months or something like that. Oh, can you? 
Yeah, I, I think so. I don't think that. you have to do it. It's just like, you know, I think you can yeah. set the time. Ooh, we should do that. And see what shows up in the boxes. Yeah. All right, let's do it. That's a good That's, that's a, good a one. really good one. Because I, I love the idea of that. And I guess technically that is letting someone else do the shopping for you. Yeah, but yeah, it is. Yeah, but, but nothing, man. So who cares? All right. <laughs> guess what? Clothes aren't that important. Moving forward. That's actually not true. I, I Right now, I really like my clothes. And they're actually so important <laughs> to me. <laughs> they look good on me. Okay. Uh, taking special moments with friends for granted. I can kind of. I can kind of see that because I feel like like more and more for me at least. Yeah. Oh man. I have this, like, I just like getting retreating into the cave. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. it'll be like, Oh yeah, let's go do this thing. And I'm just like, uh, I've always kind of been like that, but definitely living in LA and like the last few years, it's like pulling teeth to get me to get out of the house and go do something but then what i do it's so fun like we even had friends over for dinner for like a dinner party and we don't have enough chairs or table space for any of that stuff but we made like lasagna and we all sat around and talked and it was like so fun yeah and i was like oh probably we could do this once a month instead of once every two years right yeah i think that i think that that is something that you and i do like after like after we're like after a good thing with friends or even with each other, we'll just like take a minute to reflect on it. And we really do. We vocalize like how special that was. But we don't we kinda, do it that often. We, I feel like every time it does, I'm what they're saying is like, if you have a special moment with a friend, like don't take it for granted. Right. And I think that is a really cool thing to do. Here's the thing I don't like what? is when you're in the middle of the moment and someone's like, guys, this is really special. You ruin the moment. Reflect on it afterwards. Afterwards, <laughs> recognize how special it is. God forbid, do not be with your friends. <laughs> Look them in the eye. Stop what is happening and say, this is so nice. And for the love of God, never, ever say, we should do this more often. That will ruin everything. That just sweeps the rug out from the whole experience. You've just destroyed everything. Do not and never end an interaction with, let's do this again later. Don't ever say that. Just don't. It ruins everything. I like that you have such strong opinions about things that like, I never would even think that you could have an opinion about it. (laughs) Nick, Nick is like, you have this like funny, like sort of, I don't know if it's like this edge to you about certain things. Like when we first started dating, Nick told me, this is years ago at this point, like 14 years ago, Nick told me, I said something that was like maybe supposed to be a joke or something like that. And he was dead silent and didn't say anything. And I was like, what's up? And then he was like, no, he's like, I'm sorry. I just don't laugh at anything that I don't think is funny. (laughs) (laughs) So that's literally like, if you're like, oh man, I don't do polite laughter. He doesn't do polite laughter. So that's like with a girl you just started dating and they say something like, man, it's, it's like, that guy is so ridiculous, right? Those pants. And then he's like stares at you. and was like, what do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, see that's a special moment that we're not taking for granted we're reflecting on it now and it's in our life forever all right here we go compromising on what you deserve in a relationship well the photo they used for this is a fully clothed man and a lady in some sort of skirt thing with full-on side boob popping out that's so weird that is so weird that is like 
She's like, like not wearing a shirt. It's like part of her dress, but the back of her dress is just a little strap going up her spine, and then the, her whole side boob is completely out. And you can't see her face. But you can see his face. You can see of. his face and, like, none of his body because he's totally clothed, and she is literally just side boob. Well. So. I don't know. Thanks, business insider. Yeah, great. For really talking about what we should do in relationships. So compromising on what you deserve in a relationship is something that you should if you're doing it now, just stop. Yeah. You do. You know, that's like a place, a way to be miserable. Yeah. I mean, stop doing that in your thirties, but that's not the same thing as like when a lot of these habits are basically like in your twenties, you can do them because you have unlimited energy. So you don't need a bedtime and you yeah. don't need, you know, like you're like way more like, my God, everything's amazing. and then you get a little older and you're like, ah, whatever, but this is compromising on what you deserve in a relationship. Just, just don't do that, right? Yeah, I don't know. That There's, makes your life really terrible. Yeah, we could talk about that for a long time. But yeah, if you <laughs> just don't be in relationships where people don't give you the basic shit you deserve. <laughs> Doing things because you think you should. That yeah. is basically the same thing as like letting friendships run their course. But that's a that was something that I discovered in my 20s. Yeah. That I was just like, oh, just like. I'm not going to go to this bar because a bunch of friends are and I think I should and I, but I don't want to like in terms of social engagements and that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Don't do them because you think you should except for some family stuff every once in a while. Yeah. I think family stuff every like, you know, special family stuff. And then like stuff like, like for me, I'll do stuff that I don't want to do if it's to support someone who needs support. Right. So like yeah, going and seeing support. a play or like, you know, like maybe somebody is just like having a hard time, like, you know, or, or maybe it's like a big birthday, you know, and you're like, I want to make sure that this person, like they're having this big birthday and it's happening like a really far drive away. And I know that maybe not a lot of people are going to go and I will go to like, to, to support them and celebrate them. Like that stuff I will do, but it's because I want to do it for a good friend for a, to support somebody and yeah. to like show them love. But like the thing where like you have to go to the bar because everybody goes to the bar. And if you don't go to the bar, then you're being an asshole. It's like find new friends. Yeah, really? <laughs> you know, like you should sure. just be friends with people who are comfortable with you doing things that you're comfortable doing with on a day to day basis. You know, like that's, it's just like, you have to, it, you have to find people who are okay with you just being like your natural state with them is comfortable for both of you. Right. You know, and if it's uncomfortable more often than not, cause you're forcing each other to do stuff. It's like, why are you doing it? It's the worst. The other thing I'll, the caveat I'd put on this too, is sometimes like I will say, I'm going to like commit to going to a party and because I want to, and then that time will come and I won't want to go. I still think you should probably just suck it up and do do it anyways, as long as it's not going to be an abusive, fucked up, weird thing that you're going. Like if you're, just, if it's like, if on Tuesday you hear this party's happening on Saturday, and you're like, and then on Saturday you're tired, just you knew you wanted to go on Tuesday. You're you're. I almost always am thankful that I did that. I didn't flake at the last minute because at the moment I felt like I didn't want to. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I'm about 50 50 on that one. <laughs> I think that's probably a healthy place to be 50 50. <laughs> All right, putting your physical health before your mental health. God, I feel like these 20 year olds are so sad. I know. This is kind of depressing. Yeah, 
definitely, definitely make sure your mental health, make sure you're okay. Well, all- okay, but I will say this. Yeah. <laughs> I think sometimes it's a lot easier to be like, okay, I should eat better than it is to be like, why am I <laughs> so anxious? Yeah, right. I mean, the one taking care yeah. of your mental health, I feel like it's harder. It's yeah. like more complicated and weird and like less obvious and takes a lot more like introspection. It's like, yeah, right. If you to go to the gym is just like, get up, set your alarm, go to the gym, you yeah. know, like, but for don't throw out your back, don't get a summer cold, don't roll <laughs> your ankle, go to the gym. But for mental health, I struggle with that all the time. Yeah. I've been struggling that for that with years. Like I, I was f- totally fine until about my late twenties. And then it's like, just like anxiety and depression and all that kind of stuff is like, I mean, basically I'm like a totally functioning, relatively happy person that still deals with that stuff. And I yeah. can't even force myself to go to a therapist. Yeah. <laughs> like I've joined gyms way before I've seen therapists. I feel yeah. like it's a much harder thing to commit to doing like, yeah. to, cause it no, just feels right. like that's exhausting. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, I honestly think it's like harder and harder as you get for me. It's been harder as I get older because I can kind of like more experience helps you like I can manage maybe like when I feel that way by like self care, you know, like stuff like that, like things that I've learned over the years of like ways that I can weather the storm. But that's not really like, you know, <laughs> yeah, <it's not> really, <laughs> dealing with it properly. That's not really health. That's... I can absolutely, because my mom, my, my whole family's got to like that. Like as yeah. they get older, like my grandma, I think she's got to, like we're all kind of like that in a sense. Like you get to a certain point, you're like, we just don't talk about those things. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Uh, man. Yeah, that's all right. That is all correct. You did putting your physical health before your mental health. Another one where there's a, the picture for this one is also a lady who's almost naked in bed. She's not wearing any pants. You can see her, all of her legs to her whole butt. And again, you can't see her face Uh, and you can see her arms and she's depressed. Okay, great. Okay. Next one. Following fad diets. Yeah, break this one. I got to say, I don't know. We could just be like the least disciplined people in the world, which actually could be true. But I don't think we started actually gaining weight until we were thinking we could solve all our problems by like not eating certain foods. Or like like when you start that like process of yo-yoing and being like super restrictive. I just think it, I just don't think they work. I will say this. When I was 20 or 21, I went on the South Beach diet and lost a ton of weight that I basically kept off until five years ago. That South Beach, if you're like 20 or 21 and you're overweight, I say do a fad diet where you don't eat any carbs because you're so young and you'll, you will lose weight and then you'll, and you'll have the energy metabolism and, uh, enthusiasm or whatever, the inspiration to keep the weight off. So if you're really young, try a fad diet and Next, see if that it is works. Terrible. Do no, it. Don't listen to this bullshit. No, do if that. If you're really young, <laughs> the same, don't, don't do an insane fad diet. I mean, just be a person in the, on the planet. I don't know. I'm just like, I don't think they work for anybody. It's fine if you can say you lose the weight, but like you didn't keep it off forever. 
It came back. I kept it off throughout my whole 30s. No, you, your whole 30s? I mean, my whole 20s. <laughs> <laughs> my whole 20s. <laughs> I was a skinny boy in my 20s. You were fine. You were just, but you also were active and you joined a gym and you had high metabolism and it could have just been like a fluke that that thing worked for you. But like this mentality of like, since then, right? Because you did that then. Yeah. You think now you can do the same thing. You're right, I'm scarred and it's for life. Never worked. That's and you true. Keep, every time we're like, we gained some weight. You're like, well, I think if we just don't <laughs> like eat Atkins for two months, then we'll be fine. And it's like, no, it's never been like we've never been able to recapture the magic of when I was 20. Yeah. Uh, I'm anti. I know you're pro know, in your heart. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, next one is not collecting membership, membership <laughs> points and air miles. Oh, kill me now. That's just talking about what do you fly all the time. Who are these people? Jet setters. They're saying they're adults We're, they're just not, they're just adults that travel for work. My brother travels for work. Yeah. You know, we just don't cause we work in restaurants. <laughs> yeah, cause we ain't got the dough. I set up, I will say like when I was 30, one, when we got yeah. married, I, for the first time, I set up points for every airline. And I I mean, like, I set up accounts for you and accounts yeah. for me. I set up points for all kinds of stuff. Um, I've never used them. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. I don't know how to comment on this one. Yeah, I guess collect membership points. No, and but miles. it makes me. It's, I feel like the more things you collect, the more stones you have on your back weighing you down until you're crushed into the dirt, you know? <laughs> That's right. Like whatever you do, don't get the whatever credit card every store asks you to sign up for. I mean, they. I know. I just. I mean, maybe maybe people are just getting all the deals, but I just somehow don't think it's going to work out in their favor. I just feel like it's is a slow suffocation yeah. for sure. Slow suffocating death. Not being able to cook for yourself. Break that habit. All right. Well, this picture you can see the girl's face in this one. <laughs> Okay, she then. does look but like she's like cooking. it's a girl cooking <laughs> and it, else is a dude and it does look like she is 15 years old all right we're gonna stop talking about the pictures no one can see them all right <laughs> oh i forgot about that yeah it's no one else is boring. up in arms about the know, photos describing pictures online shut up i'm not boring the best radio tactic i've never been boring a day in my life all right um yeah well not being able to cook for yourself man yeah, I mean, that's a hard thing. Just That's not a habit to break. That means you have to learn how to cook for yourself. That's like a, if you can't cook for yourself in your 20s, that doesn't magically change. When Once you, you get break your, that habit? <laughs> yeah, you have to teach yourself how to cook for yourself and decide. Yeah. You, and you have to like it also. Yeah. Like it's not, don't cook for yourself if you hate it and it makes you miserable. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess don't do anything that makes you feel miserable. But I do feel like, Try to find something that works. I mean, cooking for yourself saves a lot of money and it's better for you. Yeah. What? Yeah, I would say find 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 whatever is going to work for you. I yes, I think cooking for yourself is beautiful. <laughs> Mister, is this a clove of garlic? <laughs> I know. Nick learned how to use the sous vide machine. Oh yeah, I've been sous vide. Oh, I sous vide some pork chops. Yeah. Um. Yes. I would absolutely recommend anyone out there try cooking for yourself. Teach yourself a few things. See if you like it. See if you love it. It's. I bet you it's going to benefit your life somehow, some way. You remember when you made? Remember what? the time you made vanilla chicken? 
I think we are Again, 26. just taking <laughs> very special moments not for granted. 26, 27. And Nick, he was, oh, he was good. He's like, I'm going to make dinner. And he was like really excited. And you made a chicken. It was salt, vanilla extract, and butter, right? I put vanilla extract on a chicken. <laughs> There's not really much else in the story. You made except, my grandma insane. Except by doing for that. Grandma Mary lost her mind. And uh, it was and, pretty terrible. And it was pretty terrible. And people are like, what were you thinking? Like, how? And honestly, it was like, you know how they make orange chicken? Yeah. I was like, it's, I thought it wouldn't be that different than that. <laughs> and the thing is, is I can put myself back in that mind frame and still kind of get it. No one else gets it, except we did see on one of those terrible shows, like World's Worst Cook or yeah. something. There was a woman on there who swore by vanilla chicken and the <laughs> the host lady i forget her name she's really funny she has like the short oh, and hair. she was just she was fear she was muriel and grandma mary combined <laughs> furious flabbergasted confused and the and she was like this is so gross and the lady was like no it's not and she was like no it actually is gross so me and that one lady uh know about <laughs> vanilla chicken <laughs> so just take risks out there you know because at the very least you have a funny story um, for the rest of your life. Uh, next one is uh, break the habit of spending time with people who make you feel insignificant. Obviously, just do that when you're five. Yeah, like, right. let's all teach each other and support each other and break it. Like, why would you hang out with somebody who makes you feel small? We've all done it, but like, why? It's just like the dumbest thing. It's yeah. like there are millions and billions of people out there that are going to be like, not treat you that way. And who like you, who you like. So just go find those people. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of a single a single person that makes me feel insignificant. I also just think that like that I would that I'm a would be around. Like aspects of life are always like that. You know, like you're always like when you're auditioning for stuff or you're trying to get a job or like, you know, if you go into a store that's like maybe more expensive than you're used to going into, or maybe you're used to going to expensive stores, but they're snotty. And you know, like there's all these like everyday things like that are happening around you. It's like yeah. that your, your people, I, it's just like, it's already happened. If you're, if you like that, it's already happening enough. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. you don't need that everywhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, break the habit of buying non eco-friendly cleaning products. I don't know. Sure. Why not? Why not? Yeah, sure. Do that. I Although guess. I got to say old school style, there's some things that are hard to break. Like I, it's really hard for me to give up 409 and pine salt. I just have used them since I was a little kid. Like that's what my mom used, and I just still use them. Yeah, the smell is uh, it, it makes you feel safe and good. and it's like it, everything feels clean. Yeah, I mean, I it's hard, but I do use like I think that that's a hard one to break, especially when you get older and you're like nesting and like it's your house and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I feel like you gravitate back towards things that remind you of growing up. I also the to me the big thing behind that habit is just you're like we all have to reckon with this idea that our earth is going to die no matter what we do so you have to like figure out how to survive internally with that knowledge that like it either you either help every little way you can and try to be good to the planet in every 
you know, or just not in not a hundred percent across the board, every possible choice you make, but you do make your choices here and there. You pick your battles and you, and you just accept that, uh, there's nothing we can do. Well, (laughs) one thing that I do is that I think is a great tactic. That's actually saves a lot of money is go to like home Depot and in their cleaning supplies section, they have like the big giant sizes of everything that you want, including like eco-friendly products. Yeah, buy it in bulk. And you just buy in bulk and refill one plastic thing instead of buying small plastic things over and over again. That, to me, I've found like it saves a ton of money and you're just like, when you realize how many giant plastic bottles of stuff you're not just throwing away, it's nice. I mean, you really can reduce your plastic waste by a lot a year just by refilling things as we were just to. talking about that. yeah i was yeah. saying i think what we need to do <laughs> oh yeah muriel thinks that they should just straight up like community well style like in old school villages where everyone gets their I, water not, from place not, she's like, just like the grocery stores should have a big vat of 409 and you just show up with your bottle you they should it's not a community well it's just like makes sense like have like a thing where you go and you have a refillable thing and you just pay for the it'll be way cheaper you just refill the same thing. Yeah, so you can like plastic things for every single product that we buy every single month. That's insane. Right. We don't you can do that with that. shampoo. You can do it with everything. You can do you just, totally do it with shampoo. You can do it with shampoo. You can do it with conditioner. You can do it with so much stuff. Even if it was just like the basic stuff. Like not even. I mean, it drives me nuts that we everything we buy is wrapped in plastic. We bought like plastic ice cube trays wrapped in cellophane. Yeah. It's right. like why. <laughs> Why? We're going to wash them anyway, for Christ's sakes. It's just like, is it really like that much better than wrapping them in paper? You know? I know. (laughs) Or like not wrapping them at all. (sighs) All right. Next one. Break the habit of not getting an STI test. That's stupid. (laughs) Who's not getting an STI test? Actually, do people just not do that until they're 30? That would be dumb. That's a way to get an STI. Yeah. I, all I do is talk to people who get them all the time. And are like completely rattled. What? Where? Man, all you do is that's talk to all people I do. who don't get STI <laughs> that's all I do. I'm just out in the streets, just chatting people up. What you are know? you talking about? <laughs> I will say this. Oh, this is what I mean by that. In like the world of stand-up, everyone's getting tested all the time. Oh, I'll okay. just say it. Well, that that's that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Canceling plans at the last Wait, minute. Hold on. What? But hands down. Just get tested. If that's a yeah. habit that you have is to not get tested, you're an idiot. Just don't. Just go get just tested. Just go get tested. There's no what yeah. to talk about. Amen. Okay. Canceling plans at the last minute. Ooh, Ooh that's a hard one because it's so powerful. You know what's annoying though? They're like, don't do things that you don't want to do. Don't like, they're like, they have all these things that are yeah. like, don't do these. Don't do things. Don't feel forced to do things. Yeah. And then it's like, but if you feel like canceling at the last minute, don't do it. Here's here's my thing about canceling at the last minute. What? Every time someone cancels me at the last minute, I'm usually at least 55% relieved. I Sometimes know. more like 95, 100% relieved. So it's just like, sometimes you're just doing everyone a big favor by canceling at the last minute. Now, having said that we just canceled with ward the last two days in a row because you were way sicker yesterday. And today we got to go do this thing for Tony. And it's like, I feel bad about that. So I don't always feel good about canceling plans. And I just think like 
if you do feel guilty about it, then that's why you should stop doing it because you feel guilty. But if you're getting on board for things that you don't want to do, then what? Am, what's my point? I lost I my train of thought. Just like, you don't know. Don't say yes to things you don't want to do. That's maybe right. is the main thing. But canceling plans, man. My problem is, is that I just have a, I, I always think I want, I want to be cooler than I am. So like somebody will be like, let's do this thing. And I'm like, yeah, it's my only evening off all week. And it's like, I was going to just have a relaxing time at home, but of course I'll go out and do some bullshit, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause like, why should I, you know, like it's my only night off. Why should I be at home? And I say yes. Cause I want to be that person. And then it comes around and I'm like, this is ruining my life. I'll dread it for the entire day. Yeah. I mean, I, basically anything that I have an obligation to do, I start the dread about six hours prior <laughs> and then just have the dread until I have to do the thing. Because I know I can't back out or whatever. It's like anything that I feel strapped into is never going to make me. I, I don't know if there's a thing, single thing except for eating. When I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna go get some nachos tonight. Then I <laughs> then I don't have any dread. I'll say this: don't make plans that you know you're gonna cancel anyways. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. I've been doing it my whole life. Well, that then break that habit, Muriel. Uh, and it, you're 26 years old right now, so it's a great time to. You have four years to. Who are you trying to fuck with? Right okay, now? Uh, trying to please everyone all the time. AKA canceling plans at the last minute. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, you can't, you know, trying to please everyone all the time. You know what that, for me, Yeah. what that led to Yeah. was that everybody just thought I was hella pleasing. I can do it. Yeah, right. You know, and so for years, like for years and years, it was like I was definitely a people pleaser. And it just meant like my life was full of people who expected to be pleased by me. Yeah. And it was a crazy wall to hit, 30, 31, when I realized like the reason why so many of my relationships were exhausting was because I was putting out this energy like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, like, how are you? How are you? Yeah, how are you? Yeah. And I wasn't asking for any reci uh, reciprocity. So like, cause I felt like that was like not my place to do. Yeah. And I do think like one thing about that that's interesting is that like, if you train people to think that you're a pleaser, that's on you. And those are the relationships you're going to have. Yeah. And you're going to feel drained. I think that that's, I mean, at least in my experience, I think you, you just are going to feel drained by what you're doing. Yeah. I, this, it's not exactly people pleasing, but I remember in my twenties, I did this experiment where I stopped asking people about themselves to see if they would ask about me. And it was crazy how many people wouldn't ask anything about me. I was just, do you remember that? Yeah, we I know. I, I did. I did. And it was like, you know, it was super interesting. I mean, I think like I felt some sort of weird self-righteousness about it or something at well, the time. Well, you seem like, really sad about it. Yeah, it was, it, 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 it bummed me out, which whatever. I don't, I don't hold on to any, I don't even know what I learned from that really. It was just an interesting experiment and it's not people pleasing, but at the time I just did feel like I was constantly just like, well, what's up with you? Well, what's going on? Oh, really? And I would just ask like follow-up questions. And part of that had to do with being like really interested. That was like a genuine personality trait of mine. Well, you're also but the grill master. 
Yeah, I like I do I do like to get to the bottom of things. Yeah. But uh, you know, sometimes I want to get grilled and uh it's interesting to see it's interesting to see who's not grilling back. It's also really interesting like I can think of a couple of friends who I knew I was like they are trying to please me right now. And there would be certain things I wouldn't bring up to them or you know certain issues I wouldn't I wouldn't even raise when they're around because I knew they would try to make me feel better about it. I, I just, so I would also say the flip side to this is if you have people in your life that you think are people pleasers that you think are trying to please you, like, and you love them, like give them a break, show them, that, you know, they don't stop going to them with bullshit. If you think that they're behaving in an unhealthy way for your benefit, recognize it. Right. I mean, I think like probably that's nice. And I think probably it's interesting because like I think like there is also a difference, I think, between people who kind of like if you say like, oh, how are you doing? Oh, you know, uh, how's work? That's fine. I don't know. I'm not that into it. But and they're like, yeah, but it's good. Right. And you're like, yeah. no, I don't, I don't know. I, I just it's fine. I'm not like depressed. I just like I haven't been really liking it lately. Yeah. But I mean, it's really good hours. Right. Yeah. Like that's one type of person who's like going to make you feel better. Right. But I think that there's another I don't know. Like, I feel like for a long time I was a, the type of person who people would go to because they wanted their problems solved. Yeah. And that was just like over and over again. Like I have an issue. I'm gonna, and it's like most of the time they don't really care about what you're saying. They just like the the feeling of somebody taking care yeah. of them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like the amount of times that someone asks you for advice and then doesn't take it. I mean, literally every time. Or argues with the advice that you've been <laughs> given. It's just like, then why'd you well, ask? Right. And it's, it's like, what are you talking about? That is. It's like that is. If you're a people pleaser, it's literally like that constantly. Because nobody really wants to take your advice. They just want you to be pleased by you. Yeah, right. Like, you know, like thought about and What do you think about fill in the blank? And if you don't say like, I think you should do that, (laughs) then they're just like, just tune you out. They're like mad at you. Oh my God. So crazy. All right. Uh, What's our next one here? Running out of money at the end of the month. (laughs) We don't really do that. Yeah. We're for all things considered, we we pay our rent early and I always try to have next month's rent ready to go by the end of the current month. I think we've always kind of been like that. I kind of always overestimate my bills. Like I just always make my income. Like I don't have, I've never had like super high income, but I always make it. I always try to make it. So like, I just don't have like, I'm not going to ever run out of money, like be totally broke. I did that as a teenager, but I mean, yeah, like I just feel like that. I think I can get it if you have like a like a steady paycheck that's the same amount of money every month. Yeah. And you live outside of that means and you're totally broke at the end of the month. Yeah. But I don't think I just I don't I don't like my margins to be that thin. Yeah. I just would rather not uh, be like broke and not have like new furniture or new TV. Yeah, right. And like be able to kind of do whatever. Like not have to worry too much about it. Yeah. Again. I yeah, I don't know what they would change about their life to stop that like that's a weird like running out of the end of the money at the end of the month just means like overspending on you're either if you're doing that you're either buying stuff you don't need or you think you need stuff that you can't you afford i mean this is just basically like 
younger people being like, I'll be more moderate when I'm older. And it's like, I don't think it works like that. No, it totally doesn't. Uh, not having a pension. I don't know. I don't have much <laughs> to say about that. That's not a habit you can break. Right. It's something that you might do once you turn 30. Also, if you're insanely lucky. I mean. Like if you have the type of job that that's even or, or making the type of money or, you know, that's that's even a possibility. It's basically just saying like, well, I plan to be uh, in a place of perfect privilege <laughs> you know i'm gonna get i'm gonna break the habit of not having the um, you know american <laughs> dream or whatever that i think is. well well one thing that is true though is that they that that i've heard is like if you the earlier you start because of the way that like interest grows and like whatever yeah. it's like the earlier you start the crazier your benefits will be even like the difference of five years. Like I had, I worked for a guy who was like, I started saving when I was 40 and we thought we were in like really great shape. And then yeah. when we look at the numbers, if we had started saving even five years before we could retire way earlier. I mean, I think there's not, I think we're not like the people that really talk about this, but yeah, save money, like put money away. Like I think I saving think money, invest money and, and like, investing yeah. and all that, of course those are good ideas. So we should do an investment episode. Actually, we should learn about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is basically these are just 50 ideas for different episodes we should have yeah, we're just browsing one. and browsing uh yeah i think obviously don't listen to us just listen to every person that ever said anything in the history of the world save some money invest it have a pension sure always a good idea all right we're gonna have to lightning round these because this is just this is really we're 56 minutes in and we're only halfway done <laughs> all right not bothering to iron yeah if your clothes are wrinkled iron them idiot right Putting off difficult conversations. Ooh, that's so loaded. I don't even know how to lightning round that one. Uh, you have to gear up for certain conversations. Like putting them off is one thing, but like knowing when the time is and feeling like you're in the right place to have the difficult conversation is also incredibly important. I don't know. I just say rip off the Band-Aid and or just ignore that person. Avoid them. <laughs> so put it off forever. Yeah. Yeah. Or just cut them out of your life. Yeah. Cut them out of your life. Also an option. <laughs> Kidding yourself about things that are important. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. Don't do that. Setting uh, yourself impossible goals. Yeah. Also don't, don't do, do that. Don't do that. Who does uh, that? I know. My goal is to, I don't know, accidentally climb Mount Everest. Not spending enough time with your parents. All right, guys. Listen up. <laughs> you... You like spend time with your parents, but also like you don't have to spend all. You know what I learned? Here's my from the vantage point of 35. This is my advice. I would say spend quality time. Yeah. With your parents. Like, I think the thing that drives us all crazy sometimes is just the like, you have to come for Christmas. And then we're all on top of each other. Yeah. Like not really having meaningful conversations, not really connecting, kind of fighting, like having these high expectations for what's going to happen. It's like, that's the kind of stuff to me. I'm like, I don't think I need to force myself to do that multiple times a year, <laughs> yeah, but right. like coming out and like, just having like this idea of like, I started doing this when I was probably right when I turned 30 is like, I plan out my time. So I spend quality alone time with my dad quality alone time with my mom and with my brothers if they're around and then like 
And so, sometimes that just means like we're going to sit around and watch TV. Yeah. Like it doesn't mean like, well, it's Thanksgiving, so we're going to do a million things. It just means like, no, it d- absolutely. It just means like doing something alone together that's easy. My mom and I will go out and have a glass of wine and go like look, see if we want to buy some socks or something like that. <laughs> you know, like or bra shopping. That's what we did the last time. And it was just like easy, like nothing but just being together. But I really planned that. I was like, yeah. when I came in, I was like, Tuesday's going to be this day. Wednesday, I'm going to go out with my dad for dinner. Like, just like that. And then it's like, that counts to me for five different visits that are like, right. just you smashing yourself together with somebody and you guys all fighting. And stuff like I would that. say that it's really hard to master the art of visiting family and spending time with family. So just experiment, try different things, see what works. Definitely spend time with your parents, but also just, there's no right answer exactly. So give yourself the option to to uh, experiment. Okay. Break the habit of never calling your older relatives. Call your grandma. Yeah, asshole. definitely call, call them. Your Just call them. That's stupid. Uh, not sending back unwanted online purchases. Ooh! I have a pair of pants I need to send back. I have a dress. Oh, you do? I still have that mod cloth dress. I still have those fucking dickies that... I think mine's way too long. I, I don't think I can return it now. All right, so do that, guys. Uh, comparing your life to other people's. Well, that's... That's the nature of being human. I know. I don't even know. How the hell are you not going to do that? I know you shouldn't, but man, it's hard. Yeah, especially with like social media. It is crazy. Like on Facebook, if I hear about something that that happened good for someone, I'm happy for them. And if I see it happen on Facebook, if Facebook is how I find out about it, I'm jealous of them. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. Even, Even if you see it on Facebook and you tell me, I'm happy for them. You know what I mean? It's just one thing removed. Right. Like, oh, this happened for this person. Oh, good for them. If I'm on Facebook and that's how I hear about it, it's jealousy. And I compare my life to theirs. So I think, yeah, you know, I get that. Whatever that's worth. Okay. Not talking about your mental health. Yeah. Talk about it to the right people, though, man. Don't talk about it to people. I don't know. That's a really hard one. You can talk. I feel like it's just at the end of the day, it's like. Just don't, I, I feel like it's important not to have shame. And that's yeah, the main thing. Right. So if you don't, say something to somebody and they're like, yeah. oh, that's their yeah. issue, not your yeah. issue. That's Just right. remembering that part of it. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Barely bear- drinking any water. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I think that's just going to be a thing for certain people. I've never had a problem drinking a lot of water. I force you to drink a fair amount of water. I think you drink enough, but sometimes I feel like you're not. So I make you do it. Yeah, That's find it. a Nick who is going to yell at you for drinking water. The other thing, though, that Nick does is steal my water constantly. If there's, I'm the water thief. If there's water sitting around the house, I'm going to drink it. And then he's, you're always drinking gross water. I don't care. It's water, you know? Ugh. That's what our future wars are going to be. I'm just stockpiling ammunition. Okay, <laughs> being a couch potato. I don't know, man. There were some people, I was, yeah, there's some people are just couch potatoes. I've never been one. Um, so I don't know, be, I don't know, but also like, I love couch, certain couch time when it's time to chill and binge game of Thrones or something like that. Like that's, that's precious. I don't know how I feel about it. I just feel like you just have to do it. If you're like a productive member of society and you're happy, why can't you just be a couch potato? You know, as long as you're going to work and stuff. I mean, like what, what do you want? 
I know. If that's your hobby, then let that be your hobby. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> that. And a lot of people like are really into video games. Ooh, we should do a video game episode. All right, here we go. Holding grudges. Ooh, I don't know, man. The, the Sicilian part of me just doesn't... I think you have to hold grudges. I think certain gr- grudges are just such fuel for life this is saying as you get older you hold more grudges i don't think that that's true i feel like as you're when you're younger you're more like oh that guy sucks and then you're older and you're like well you know we both suck in our own way <laughs> yeah, right but i'm not gonna talk to them but it's not like a grudge it's more like i learned my lesson yeah i don't know grudges serve a purpose so you know if it's if yeah just you know make it strong Make it a strong base for your reality. <laughs> all right. Uh, staying out all night on a regular basis than wasting entire days hungover. Um, I don't know. In my 20s, I didn't waste days hungover at all. That happened to me in my 30s. And it started and that started happening from doing a lot less than staying out all night at a regular basis. <laughs> I've never stayed out all night. I mean, I've, I've done that like maybe three times. One time I came home at six in the morning. I just never did that. That's yeah. just insane to me. Uh, but wasting entire days hungover. I think we used to do that, but for fun. Yeah. The like thing lie that, around and then go get food and then like lie around again. Yeah. And it was like, like, it was great actually. Yeah. yeah we I'd don't do that as much anymore. Now I feel like because we just never take any time off. <laughs> well, one thing that's happening to me in my thirties that I did notice for sure is I'm still like, I'm, I'm still really bad at this at 34, which is I'll wake up hungover and it'll be like a surprise to me. I'll be like, oh, like I'm drinking or hanging out at night and partying with zero sense of what the consequence is going to be the next day. That part has not sunk in for me. I'm still still like I still don't put that together like well I can't if I do this then tomorrow's gonna be like this every time I wake I up I'm just like what happened to it's me it's like groundhog day it's, it's groundhog the, it's ridiculous it's really hilarious it's being married completely to you. ridiculous because I'm like yeah you were drinking and you're like how did this happen <laughs> oh, no. like, I really needed today to be whatever it's, it's so like stupid. just constant anxiety avoiding cleaning until things get moldy or smell bad get out of town if you do that you're Come on, grow up. Muriel loves cleaning. I like cleaning. Don't let things get moldy. <laughs> I know, that's so gross. Gross. Smell bad? Yeah, definitely don't let things smell bad. Break or the if, habit of yeah. spending more time watching TV than you do reading. I don't know. These don't people read. are lying. If you're not a young... I just... I mean, I guess try reading if you <laughs> haven't done it before, but don't act like you're going to get older and start reading. Re- you know when readers start in two places... Middle, little three places, elementary school, middle school, high school, maybe college or prison. Like that's when you start reading. And if you, and then that carries throughout your whole life and it goes up and down, but don't act like if you did, if you've never been a reader before, you're going to start when you get older. That's not not going to happen. You're just going to be like, what is this? It's going to be like eating healthy. All right. Give it a try, but don't. Midnight McDonald's stops. Well, we don't do that. Yeah. But also like. If you haven't done that in your 20s, try it in your 30s. I don't know. Um, I mean, maybe not McDonald's, but man, late night food is really bomb. I know. It's the best. Not um, looking after your teeth. Uh, <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, been good at flossing for like the last year and I brush my teeth consistently, use Listerine and all that shit, but I haven't been to a dentist in like. <laughs> 
12 like years 20, or something. 20, <laughs> it's two, been forever. Like 2006? Okay, here, how about this one? Obsessing over online dating. We didn't do that. We were too old. We were too old. We missed that entirely. So who knows? I don't know. Isn't online dating? I don't know. From what I can tell, that's the only kind of dating there is anymore. So you bit boo not wearing sunscreen. Don't like doing it. Get shrieked if I don't. I know. I guess. Yeah. Wear sunscreen. Yeah. I, I shriek mural to wear sunscreen too. drink water and wear sunscreen. Um, I don't know. I just think like if you get burned, I guess they're talking about just on a daily basis, like on little things. Obviously, if you get burned, you're gonna be like, "Fuck, I have to wear sunscreen." But All right, that's lightning not what round. Who cares? About. What are you okay. even talking about right now? Constantly <laughs> worrying about what people think. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, don't don't do that. It's really hard sometimes. Not having a long term plan, Nick. <laughs> I'll be always trying to have long-term plans. Nick will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this month. <laughs> have a long-term plan. I think that's something like I wanted more and more as I got older. It's yeah. Like, what are we doing with our lives? But, uh, you know, some of us aren't like that. <laughs> no, I know, I know. I know. You'd be like, you're like, oh, I don't want to think about that. Just uh, week to week. I know. You know, you got you to gotta mix it up. We're professional gamblers. You got no one to hold them, no one no. to fold them. Being a know-it-all. Uh, Muriel, what are you going to break that habit? <laughs> you're just mad. Cause I do not know hella more than you do. <laughs> you're just mad. Cause you're like, what's this? A clove or a ball of garlic? <laughs> being a know-it-all is just, a, is not, has nothing to do with being young. That's a personality trait. Yeah. That's a, and yeah, that's a hundred percent a personality trait. And if anything, people get more like that as they get older. Not yeah, less. for sure. So <laughs> If you're doing that, don't blame your age on that. Saying sorry too much. I know that's your pet peeve. I do. Yeah. Sorry is, is a, is a rough word. It drives me crazy when people say sorry, but I also say sorry and it drives you crazy. Well, it drives me crazy when you say you're sorry. You're not actually sorry. Well, that's, that's, that's not the same thing. That's you. (laughs) Maybe it is (laughs) saying, sorry. I feel you feel sorry. You feel that way. That makes me completely (laughs) insane. I'm sorry, like that you took it that way. Oh, it is the worst. I know. I'm so sorry. I do that to you. Uh, Lies. <laughs> yeah, don't say sorry too much. Say sorry when you mean it, and I'll try to do the same. Trying to store all important dates and appointments in your head. Yeah, that's never has that's never worked for anybody. Well, yeah, that's it that's just, literally never worked. I mean, write I do that, but no, you don't. You, I make you write them down. That's another good Nick screech. I write them down in your calendar. If I really need, if I have an important date, it goes in your calendar, not mine. (laughs) Buying a coffee each morning. Yeah, I I don't know. I think that's just like a personality trait thing. No, I mean, people do that. Every morning they'll get a treat. Here's the thing, though. They're like, oh, $700 a year. And it's like, yeah, I get it. I mean, you could do that with anything. Like, it's just like the thing is, is like if it makes you really, really happy, like what else is money for? Yeah. It's just like, you're like, why, why would you, I don't know. I mean, I don't do it, but there's some stuff like that I'll do like that. Just like I buy the good Bobby pins and I don't keep track of them. Like <laughs> yeah, I remember right. like, li- like reading this article with Gwen Stefani and she was like, they were like, what's, what's like one of the things that like fame like what does fame mean to you like what are what are what are the yeah. benefits like why is touring now different than it was when you were not as famous and she was like right now i buy a fresh pack of bobby pins every time i have to go on stage <laughs> and i don't keep track of them and yeah. that's like the height of luxury for her yeah right and it's like i totally 
get that. Yeah, you know, it's like that. And maybe you could save a bunch of money a year by not doing that. But it's like tracking down bobby pins and piles of dust and like trying to like keep them in a jar is like kill me now you know what i mean like it's just like like it gives me so much joy to just have a stock of bobby pins yeah right oh that's how i feel that way about chapsticks yeah you got a lot of chapsticks oh my god i can't leave the house without it guess what muriel what that was the last bad habit oh thank god <laughs> Jesus that was Christ. it. So what do you all right, so I I think we're doing pretty good with our bad habits. Well, we definitely have strong opinions about whether or not we should or shouldn't have those <laughs> yeah, habits. Right. I didn't feel ashamed by anything. No. I kind of feel like the I I think that the habits that you think you should break at a certain age are all fantasy. Yeah, absolutely. It's like that should be a list that's compiled by people who are here and in the now. Like, and what happens that they feel like if they broke their lives would be better is a much better gauge. Right. Then this is what I think I'm doing wrong now. Yeah. You don't even know. You don't even know. (laughs) Oh my God. How do you feel? Pretty bitter? Well, yeah, but that's a beautiful bad habit to have, you know? Bitterness? Yeah. You have to, you have to really embrace every shade of the human experience. You know, all, it's all gray. It's all just shades of gray way more than 50 and and i think it's <laughs> so dumb i know i know i know i know and 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 you know life is life is good and the bad, bad habits are part of it i but i definitely don't feel shame i do feel a little that made me feel a little sad for who, some of the some other we were like that i think like the being in your 20s it's like i do think that this is true is that like there's a lot of wonderful things about being like like younger or like you know in that earlier part of your adulthood but a lot of it is really hard and like brutal and like you are you're I I think that that the thing that we don't talk about is like later like a little later like 30s and I'm hopefully like 40s and 50s and as you get older like things just become a little more apparent yeah. You know, like you do stop doing things out of obligation or you do stop having toxic relationships. I think more often than not, it's just a little easier to be like, oh, this is exhausting because you've just done it for a long time. When you're younger, you've only done it for a little bit. You've only had adult relationships for a few years as because you've only been an adult for a few years. You've been an adult for 15 years. You start to be like, man, that this is just stupid. Why am I still doing this? And then <laughs> yeah. you stop. It's just like it's not that you're smarter. You're the same as you were back then. It's just that you have more experience with like stuff that after like one or two failed friendships that are like not the right fit for you, you know, like you're kind of like, oh, is it me? Like I should, you know, like you, you don't really understand it after like several, like more circumstances where the same thing keeps happening over and over again. I think eventually you're kind of like, ah, I'm not, I just can't do that anymore. I'm just tired of it. It's like, you're not breaking the habit because you have a fantasy of who you're going to be you're breaking the habit because you're like, I've slammed my fingers in the car door enough times to realize I just don't like doing that anymore. Yeah, <laughs> you know? right. of course. It's just like experience <laughs> leads you to kind of evolution, but it's like not because you had some sort of, you think you can come up with the right answer before you've like experienced what it's like, you know, 
to do it a few times. Oh my god, hundred percent. All right, I gotta go. We got. I gotta go pick up pick up these kids. Okay. Um, we're picking up Tony's kids from school. <laughs> so that's a good. That's a very good habit. Is be there for your friends when you know, and they'll be there for you. Yeah, I, I'm just a little worried they're gonna be like, "Who are you?" They the wait the kids. No, oh no, the school. school. No, it's a whole thing. They have my driver's license number. They know I'm coming. It's a whole thing. I have to like park in this particular place. I go sign in. It's like a, it's a whole, it's like a mission. You better I, be nice. I'm always nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always nice. I've never been, you know. You ready to jet set? What if these are some plans I canceled at the last second? <laughs> I just kept those. Kids. All right, yeah, let's jet set. Let's do yoga. Let's get fit. Well, I learned a lot today. How about you, Nick? Oh, my God. We are doing very well with our terrible habits. I know. I mean, I think basically what we can take from this is that uh, we're entrenched. And <laughs> if anyone deep. tries to tell us we have bad habits, we just say that's the meaning of life. Yeah, Like the right. nature of life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of meaning of life, thank you for listening to this podcast. Yes, we appreciate you every day. We love you. <laughs> I want to shout out uh, Bloombergle on Instagram and Mags and Jags on Twitter. Thank you for showing us love. It means the world to Mags us. Mags and Jags. I love that name. And, um, and uh, you know, hit us with those five star reviews on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. I mean, any review. If you want a review, man, just review. You, you know? know what I'm saying? Review, review. Yeah. And, then, and uh, if you and uh, if you ever have any ideas of things that we should try, um, let us know. Hit us up. We're going to do a bidet episode, I think, next week. Oh, Muriel's dropping bombs. That's I'm a, really excited. That's a sneak peek, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, our friend Artemis was very worried about Muriel's puffy eye. Okay, guys. So guess what? Still have not gone to the eye doctor, it's, but who can do that? It's not getting worse. That's eye doctors for sure. aren't covered by insurance. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you for listening, and thank you for your concerns it is hilarious when people hit us up they're like no 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 don't do that <laughs> we're like oh are you okay i heard on your podcast you were <laughs> laughing about this thing it seems very serious well most of the time it is but i think that's part of aging it's like you're kind of like when you're 20 and you're like have a lump on your thumb you're like oh my god i gotta get it checked out and then when you're a little older you're kind of like ah. i keep pulling this horrible muscle in my throat every time i sneeze I, I, that's just, not a serious thing <laughs> i'm sneezing harder I'm sneezing like my an, eye itches Nick. <laughs> uh, i'm sneezing like an old man All okay right. that's it thank you for listening we love you campfire media hit us up and take care <laughs> bye campfire